your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily Blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a great, exciting episode for you today. Colton Pareko recently signed an eight-year extension with the St. Louis Blues to keep him with the team through the 2030 NHL season. That's not even a real year. How is that possible? So we're going to be getting into that. What is that a steal of a deal? Is it risky considering his injuries? Who knows? Tommy and I will be talking about that. And then Vladimir Tarasenko has been spotted at Blues practice recently, and with the rumors about him starting to die down, do we have to start considering the possibility that he'll be in the opening night lineup? All of that and more on today's Locked On Blues podcast. But first, you guys have to check out the Locked On NHL Top 50 players. If you haven't been following along, we've been releasing them every few days since August 24th. Joe Diabasi, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by your local experts across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts. So subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn on your notifications. That way you'll never miss a new episode. Uh, so far, we've revealed picks 50 through 31, but tomorrow you're getting 30 through 21 as well. So if you guys want to be just as mad as we are about Ryan O'Reilly being ranked 49th, then make sure you stay tuned to those lists and see who got ranked above him, who got ranked number one, Number two, etc. It's gonna be fun. I've I I have my thoughts about the list. Fortunately, gonna be keeping the lips sealed until the full list gets revealed. But you guys can stay tuned as it they get released. So, anyways, Tommy, big news yesterday evening. Colton Breco Blues at one point number two defenseman, huge hulking number fifty five. Colton Pareko signed an eight year contract extension at $6.5 million per year to remain with the St. Louis Blues until he is 36 years old. I'm going to get into the, the details, the nitty-gritty, but Tommy, what were your initial thoughts upon opening up that tweet, seeing the $6.5 million AAV? I think everyone's initial thought was, oh my God. Like That was the first thing that popped into my head, and I was like, is this a good deal? This is a bad deal? I mean, uh, obviously, if you're getting Stanley Cup, Colton Pareko, this is a fantastic deal, especially given... Uh, the defenseman that signed this offseason, Darnell Nurse, Seth Jones, making nine mil or north of nine mil. Uh, when, when compared to a guy like Colton Perico, especially in comparison to his Stanley Cup season, uh, this contract looks amazing. I think the AAV is down because the term is so long, obviously, but the Blues are taking a chance on a guy that they believe in. Uh, I think it's telling that they signed this contract extension now because I think that means Unless Doug Armstrong is just fooling everybody and thinking, and the fans thinking that he's a genius and is actually extremely dumb, uh, which I don't think is the case. This essentially means that Colton Pareko is ready to go for the season, is 100% healthy, uh, because if there was any question marks surrounding that injury, I do think they would hold off on an extension. But that's good news for the Blues moving forward. It's good news for the core moving forward, a guy that was with the team and so instrumental to the Stanley Cup run back in the fold for the foreseeable future and even past that. Colton Pareko is a guy that brings a lot to this team. I know a lot of people would like to see him play more aggressive, play with more of an edge, be a bigger physicality on the back end. Right before this podcast, I read an article from St. Louis Game Time, who if you don't know them, they are the OG news source and paper. They used to hand out the newspaper. I think they still do. Maybe not with COVID and everything, but at the Blues games, fantastic stuff. I believe Dan Buffa wrote the article and did like a kind of Q&A with Chris Pronger and basically asked him about Pareko. And Chris Pronger said, 
at this point in his career, when you're 28 years old, there's not really changing like a player. You're not learning new things. It's just kind of navigating your game and uh, playing your game the way you know how and doing it to the best of your ability. So I, I don't think as much as we would love to see Colton Preco go out there and drop the mitts and just throw haymakers and big body up on guys like Nathan McKinnon, I don't think that is the player that Colton Pareko is, but that doesn't mean Colton Pareko isn't a damn good player, and I'm very happy that the Blues locked him up long term. Colton Pareko was a was a Con Smythe favorite uh, for a while there during our Cup run. He looked like the best defenseman in the NHL at periods throughout that Cup run. Him and Alex Petrangelo became the maybe the most terrifying one-two punch that teams have had to face, and any recent playoff run in terms of, I forgot what the stat is, but in, in game seven of that series, um, I believe him and uh, Petrangelo were on the ice for a combined like 59 minutes and 52 seconds. Um, so clearly a guy that can be extremely valuable when he's at his peak has been dealing with injuries recently that have kind of kept him from returning to form. But like you said, I think as of right now, $6.5 million is fair value for how he played last season. If he even gets to 80% of what we saw in that cup run, or much less 100%, this contract will be an absolute steal because he played at that $9.5, $10 million value uh, during that cup run. But uh, luckily for the Blues, his contract wasn't up or wasn't due for a contract at that time or else we might have seen him get that huge deal. But the fact of this injury as much as you never want to root for injuries, might have worked out for the Blues in the sense that they were able to lock him up long-term. And if he has that return to form, then they'd be having one of the best defensive contracts in the NHL. Here's the one thing that does kind of make me a little bit nervous about the Colton Pareko contract and this Blues D kind of moving forward. Is We talked about the potential and really the need for Tory Krug to have a bounce-back season. I think that would be huge for this team. Because if you look at the names on the roster defensively, you got Tory Krug, Justin Falk, Colton Pareko, guys like that that have been at the top of the pedestal in terms of defensemen and that have been some of the best players in the league at times. And if just but they're all kind of hinging on having a bounce back season, right? So Tory Krug fell off last season, as we talked about either the last episode or a couple episodes before. Corsi was weighed down. Hopefully he bounces back up to that sixty percent that we know. Colton Pareko has dealt with injuries. Hopefully he bounces back to the Stanley Cup forum that we saw. Justin Falk kinda took a little bit to get adjusted to this team. Looked very good at times last season. Hopefully he bounces back to uh what we saw with the hurricane. So there's a lot of ifs with this team as we've talked about this entire offseason, but there's potential if they all figure it out at the same time for this Blues defense, regardless of what happens with Scandella, regardless of what happens with Bertuzzo, uh, I think this Blues defense could be lethal um, and one of the best in the league if all three of those guys figure it out and play to the best of their capabilities, which fingers crossed, hopefully they do. And then it really comes down to would you prefer a tandem of Pareko and Petrangelo for that price or a trio of Pareko, Krug, and Falk for pretty much the same price? And honestly, when you look at it that way, it makes the Petrangelo departure a little less painful. Still, obviously, would have preferred to keep him around. Um, hindsight is twenty twenty, but if Colton Pareko gets back to form like we know he can, he has the potential to be a number one defenseman. Um, and I don't know if you can bet on a biggest contract steal in the NHL but if you could I'm putting all my money on Colton Pareko having the best contract in the NHL in a couple of seasons and if you guys 
want to put money on literally anything your heart desires, you got to check out betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded for up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100 from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season using promo code locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And when we return, we will be continuing and finishing up our discussions of Colton Pareko and his new contract. And then we're going to be getting into the slightly concerning possibility, or maybe exciting possibility, of Vladimir Tarasenko remaining a member of the St. Louis Blues into this upcoming season. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, Tommy. On a scale... Um, from Louis Erickson to Nathan McKinnon, how much of a steal will Colton Pareko's contract be in three NHL seasons? It's a big scale. That is a very big scale. I would I would say he's he's destined to be closer to Nathan McKinnon than Louis so. Erickson. I think I think Louis Erickson would be a very hard contract to uh, to touch. But I I do think, like I said, if Doug Armstrong saw any indication that this was going to linger or that uh, Colton Pareko wasn't 100% or that Colton Pareko was injury prone or whatever assumption you could possibly make uh, after this season. I-, I do think he would have held off on an extension. So if Doug Armstrong is confident enough to give him an eight-year contract, um, I think we should all be confident and feel safe enough in Colton Pareko that he will bounce back uh, and that this deal will look look great for the team down the road. Especially considering the contracts that have been given out to defensemen uh, in the open market, you think that if Colton Pareko, you know, proves himself this season, goes out, has even a somewhat return to form, you think he could fetch seven, eight, nine mil on the open market. If he plays like he did in the cup run, he might be getting 10 mil on the open market. So probably for the best that the Blues locked him up now. It is a little bit of a risk, but with a guy like Colton Pareko, I think it's really important that you lock him up long term. And the Blues did just that. Uh, flipping the, the switch a little bit to a bit more of a stressful, scary, spooky topic. Um, It is now September, the month in which the St. Louis Blues will be playing preseason hockey games, and Vladimir Tarasenko is practicing with the team with no indication that he's going to be shipped off anywhere anytime soon. So, Tommy, how would you feel if on opening night the PA announcer says, and number 91 for the St. Louis Blues, Vladimir Tarasenko. First of all, it's something that none of us expected a few months ago. But how, how would you feel about that? Would you Are you happy? Do you want him gone? What do you think? It's going to feel a little different than in years past when uh, he gets his name announced. I do think that, unfortunately, uh, there will be some mixed reviews from the fans maybe a little uh, and, and, maybe a little and, booing in a home game maybe a, maybe a couple boo birds thrown in there with with the extreme cheers but i think the most interesting thing for me is seeing what vladimir tarasenko is like in the bottom six potentially jeremy rutherford talked about there's a possibility that 
Tarasenko obviously would probably not be getting first line minutes if he's not going to be here for the foreseeable future. But if he's playing a second and third line role, I would like to see kind of uh, his reaction to that and also his production in that aspect, because that could also be a selling point for other teams in the playoff hunt if they want to take a risk on Tarasenko, but they don't want to take a risk on him as a top six player if he can kind of provide that depth scoring that some of these teams are looking for while staying healthy at the same time, I think that could be huge for him. But it's going to be a lot harder to do on this Blues team with when he's not playing with guys like Schwartz, when he's not playing with guys like Shen, if he's not playing on the same line as O'Reilly, Perron, any of those guys. If he's if he's on there with young guys like Robert Thomas, if he's on there with guys like Barbashev, whatever it might be, Klim Kostin potentially, I think it's going to be a new challenge for Vladimir Tarasenko to kind of wait in the wings and prove that he is patient I don't I don't think he's gonna be on the first power play either so if he's on the second power play uh, how he responds to that there's been some kind of mixed reviews about whether or not Tarasenko could be a distraction this season I think the second he does become a distraction Doug Armstrong would move on from him but at the end of the day he's a pro's pro he's been in the league a long time I think there's a lot of players on the team whatever view and perspective they have of him currently I think they all respect what he's done in the NHL to this level and the scoring capability he brings so like we talked about on this podcast I think for the team's identity I would prefer he just not be here especially not be around the young guys I I don't really know what his personality is like in the locker room but I would assume if you're demanding a trade uh, that you're probably not happy that you're returning so I would like to see him moved on but like I said the Blues got to do what they got to do. And Doug Armstrong, if he's not getting the deals that he wants, bring him back in the fold, raise his trade value, and then go from there. Doug Armstrong has the responsibility and the right to try to take some of the leverage back that Vladimir Tarasenko um, took when he demanded that trade. Now, the thing is, and um, I think this is something that is important to discuss, is the one thing about Vladimir Tarasenko's trade request that has made it such a hot topic on this podcast and just throughout hockey media in general is the fact that it was made public and i don't remember who it was but someone went on the record it might have been doug armstrong and said like it's unfortunate that this had to go public but it's been very much overblown in the media which makes me think a it's not as bad as a lot of media stories make it out to be and b i bet that there are a lot of players on a lot of nhl teams that have demanded trades privately and they're still on that team I, I would not be surprised with the way that Doug Armstrong made it sound and also just the way of the league. This isn't the NBA where you can go sign a, a max contract and then say, oh, I don't want to play for you anymore. I will only play for the Los Angeles Clippers. You have to trade me there. I refuse to be traded to any other team. And then it happens. This isn't this isn't the NBA. The players don't have leverage like that. So if it's best for the St. Louis Blues, for Vladimir Tarasenko to be a, in, in the Blues uniform this season, then that's what will happen. Um, Doug Armstrong is getting that leverage back. I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, the reception from the fans and the reception from Tarasenko as well. His, he he has to prove himself now. Obviously, he could still get traded tomorrow, and then this conversation is completely washed. But I think it's a possibility that we haven't really considered a whole lot, and it's important to start thinking about that and preparing for that. Um, but anyways, before we continue this episode, before we wrap it up, talking about everything that we've talked about today, we've got to talk to you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, then you're missing out. They got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, 
strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get yourself a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars delicious, they're also very healthy. One of the reasons I love them so much. The macros on each bar, you're getting 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get a limited time flavor. They might be available. You never know. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And before we get back into the action, I got to tell you guys about a scenario. Wonder if it sounds familiar. So you got one device that lets you catch the game live, and then you're watching something else on your phone, and then you got your buddy's ESPN Plus password that sometimes you can watch replays after the day has happened, and it's a huge pain in the butt. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Tommy. We've talked about some serious topics today. We've talked about a big old contract extension. We've talked about Vladimir Tarasenko and his drama. Let's talk about something lighthearted. Our favorite goalie, everyone's favorite goalie, the man who never gets nervous, Jordan Binnington, got engaged proposed to his girlfriend now fiance i love to take a minute to just celebrate that celebrate the happy things not talk about hockey a little bit just say hey good for you jordan yeah nice little feel good story uh if you followed it on chris's instagram story basically from what she said it sounded like they went back to the first place that they got together as a couple uh they've been dating for a long time now and you just kind of popped the question right there, right on the street, the first place that they got together. Had a huge dinner with lobster and all the fixings. And then he pops the question with a ring that, I mean, I don't know about you, Josh, but that, that, that ring might be as big as a Stanley Cup ring. That thing yeah. is a monster yeah. and a beauty at that. So think- did a good job of picking it out. Uh, looked very calm, cool, and collected. I was going to say, you think he got nervous uh, before he ice in got his vase. Yeah, I don't think no. he was. He didn't look nervous from the pictures that she was Classic. posting, but... Um, Huge props from the Lockdown Blues podcast uh, to both. Very happy for you guys. Can't wait to see what the future holds for the happy couple. Speaking of what the future holds, this is all the time we got for today. But September is a new month, and that means more episodes. Last month was a little light with the lack of news, but since since the season is starting soon, preseason around the corner, we're going up to three to four to five episodes a week so stay tuned lots of action pack before october comes around and we're back to five days a week so make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to that way you never miss a new upload follow us on instagram twitter tiktok facebook and soon to be youtube finally got the uh, account back we're just waiting on getting it set up at locked on blues follow me on twitter at josh hyman nhl follow tommy at T Welcher 15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go blues.